I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Oh, May. I do love May. Spring is finally here in Colorado. My birthday is this month. We get more rain and warmer temperatures. In Colorado, it's really that first month where you know the winter is behind us. It's a good month. Let's nerd out, have some fun, and end the week right, shall we? We actually have a lot to talk about today. Something incredibly inspiring. Lots to nerd out on and what we're watching and listening to. So, some suggestions for you. Oh, yeah, and no, we're we're not on video yet. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. Let's rock it. Welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining us. I am The Real Brian. I am Cabin Influence, and I happen to know you do care, Brian. <laughs> oh, do you care. And I'm also not lazy. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, this this current delay to video, folks, is is totally contrived. It's it's like, nah, let's just put it off another week. No, 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 not nothing like that. Uh, Brian is going ape crazy. I can't say the other thing. He's going ape crazy, figuring all this stuff out. So when you guys finally see it in a couple weeks, it's going to be fantastic. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so much fun. It really is. I'll, I'm going to give you a little update here in a few minutes on that. Stay tuned. But dude, this is cool. It's I love May. This is seriously one of my favorite months. Between that and like December, I think are my two favorites. Yeah, because it's not too hot yet. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we get rain. It's beautiful. It's glorious. But guess what? I'm drinking today. I haven't had this in a long time. How many guesses do I get? Uh, sixteen. Let's start with two. Do they want to wait for sixteen guesses? Uh, let's see. Um, chai tea. Close. Ooh. Uh, chamomile tea. No. You know, I'm not a big chamomile person. I understand the benefit to it, but I don't like the flavor very much. It's got to be kind of masked over with a bunch of other things like mint or I don't know. <laughs> huh. But I am drinking Ooh. tea and it's the uh, the Happy Lucky's what they call the Madam Grey, which is a blend of Earl Grey, Lady Grey and Earl Cream Grey. So you know, that a lot would have really been good stuff in there. That would have been like my sixth guess. So. Really? Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's good, man. I haven't had this in a long time. Oh, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I think I mentioned this a while ago. There was a Edson blend, I think is what it was called. And it was a gray, had all the gray flavors, all the good stuff and some of the cream in it as well. But it was rooibos and honeybush, which is not caffeinated and also a little sweeter, which I loved. Would you call that ersatz? Is that what's called ersatz? I don't know. Like Not quite like fake tea. You're a worldly man, Brian. <laughs> I try. Have you ever been outside the country? I have. Well, then you're a worldly man. There you go. True. I'm a well-traveled man. You know what? I haven't traveled as much out of the country in recent years. And then, of course, with COVID, no thanks. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, dude, yeah, I went to Taiwan twice. I've been to Canada. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Turks and Caicos, Grand Cayman. I mean, a lot of the Caribbean places, Puerto Rico, which technically is a U.S. territory. How about you? Yeah, I went to Europe. Okay. And I've been to Cancun. Nice. And that's it. You're a worldly man too. And I've stepped across into Canada for a a week. Oh, there you go. I love it. I love Canada. Yeah. I've heard about some things recently though that uh, I don't know, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, what'd you hear? Oh, well, I don't want to talk about it on the show because of our okay. Canadian listeners, but uh, no, nothing against <laughs> nothing against the Canadian listeners. It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with certain things that I've heard that I'm like, oh, okay. You know what, though? Every country has its ups and downs. And I think, you know, some people will go to these other countries and go, oh, my gosh, it's so glamorous. But if you lived there, it would be very different. Even in Taiwan, like I loved Taiwan and I thought, man, I want to move to Taiwan. But then you start talking to the locals and you realize they have the same problems we do. It's just different. Right, right. That's the thing. What we got to do, and here's the trick. We got to be thankful where we're at as best as we can and try to look for the positives in that because, you know, we're here. That's exactly, that's a good philosophy. You're right. We're here, wherever you are, you're there. Make the best of it, right? I'm trying to think if there's ever been an occurrence where I've seen someone say, oh my gosh, I can't wait to move. And when I get there, oh, when I move, this will be better. I can't think of one instance where that has actually come true. I can. Really? If you live in, if you live in Minnesota and you hate cold weather <laughs> and you say, I can't, when I move to Florida, it's going to be better weather. And then, okay. That, and then you have a hurricane, but still, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> No, but I'm talking about specific instances where I have known people who have said, you know, when we move, it will be better and we can't wait to move because of blah, 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 blah. And then they get there and their problems follow them. The grass is not greener. It's just, it it doesn't happen. What I've learned now, if somebody does say like, I hate cold weather and I want to move to a warmer climate, then okay, that's an, that's a relatively simple thing to achieve. Yeah. Pretty objective. Yeah. But when a lot of people say, well, we don't like living here because of, you know, whatever name the problems or the frustrations that they have or whatever. And then they move at the beginning. They're really happy. And then a couple months later, they're the same problems are there. <laughs> it's like mm. you got to solve your problems where you're at and then be thankful for where you're at. Be content for where you're at. And then the grass will be greener or better yet. Try to adapt to the problems you have where you're at. Yeah. That's probably the best thing. Adapt yeah. slash overcome all, whatever you can do. We can all learn from that lesson, myself included. So yeah, I hope you find contentment here. I hope everybody finds contentment where you're at, but I'll tell you this going up into the mountains is fun. And we did finally get a chance to go back up. We don't have all the forest fires and everything that are threatening all of our homes anymore. This time, deep, deep blue skies with snow capped mountains, perfect, fresh air, warm. Oh, there was elk. I can smell it. I can smell oh, it. Oh, and you could. You could smell like the pine trees and the fresh. Oh, so good. And the elk musk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this was funny. I'm going to share a quick story on this one. This, You're going to love this one. There were elk and deer everywhere. Actually, it was funny. I was talking to someone. I said, oh, you know, there's usually elk outside and deer outside. And here's the other thing that was amazing were um, the, the naive tourists, which I just loved, man. I, I love these people. Every year. Every year. Yeah. God bless them uh, or bless their hearts, I guess. So this is funny, though, because it was the day trippers because you don't have like, they're not up there for the weekend yet. It's still a little chilly. You know, you're not camping and Sunday it was dead, but Saturday, you know, it's full of people, but you could tell these people had not really been around wild animals. So we're walking, there's elk everywhere. I mean, there's one laying right next to the sidewalk where we're walking. There's a dude and I'm not kidding. An adult man who was like, you think it's okay if I go pet that elk? One of the guys that was with him responded in Spanish and I don't speak Espanol. But the guy was like, no, no, you know, and he was saying something, but he kept, he kept doing the thing like, bam, bam, like that. Like basically he's going to ram you and kill you is what I kind of gathered. And the guy was kind of like nodding <laughs> and I'm going seriously. <laughs> That's awesome. Good no, story. it's not okay. If you pet the elk. Well, interestingly enough, everybody, of course, cause this elk is five feet from the sidewalk. Everybody has to go get as close as they possibly can to this elk. It was a female. <laughs> And, you know, take pictures next to it and they're getting closer and closer. And I'm like, okay, I read animals. I know animals very well. 
the ears were back and flickering. The uh, eyes, the eyes looked very wild. I mean, you could tell like fear and panic in the eyes. And then it started flaring its nostrils. These people are just like completely oblivious. Oh, let me, let me get a little closer. <laughs> Keep the stories coming. I like that yeah. stuff. Is it okay if I pet the elk? Just remember that question though. That's our show title, by the way. Oh, it has to be. It has to be. Is it okay if I pet the elk? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, by the way, Star Wars Day was Tuesday. Happy May the 4th be with you to all of you, even though we're a few days late here. But my question is, did you, Captain Influence, dress up in your Jar Jar onesie that you have been bragging about? Yeesh, maybe. I I may have been bragging about that thing, but I did not pick that out. All right. Someone got me a Jar Jar onesie. Was that Mike? Did, you know, Mike's not going to spend money on a jar. Come on. Uh, he might have a well, discount I, on one. I, I thought he got you the Jar Jar onesie as a, as a, basically as a prank. He wouldn't spend the money on me. No, oh, okay. Jar Jar onesies are kind of expensive. No, I mean, I didn't go out with it, but I did wear it around the house all day. Okay, good. That's good. But I can't, I can't do his voice like you. So well, his head, you know, the big hat thing that you get to put over your head and everything. It's pretty warm. I know that much. Yeah. The and luckily I had, the air, I had the air conditioning on. So that's good. Yeah. I know somebody did something for Star Wars Day and I know you dressed up. And if I had the uh, the availability and the well, I'm going to say the availability and the ability right now, I would have purchased a custom lightsaber because I've been talking about it. (laughs) But they're all out of stock right now. And the only well, Ah. the ones that are in stock are twenty five hundred dollars, which I'm like, um, no. But hey, I I was at least drinking out of my Star Wars mug on Tuesday. And And that's good enough. Yeah. You got some stuff. You got you got news. Talk about your news, man. I, I have more news than usual today. So awesome. last weekend, I got my second COVID shot nice. uh, Saturday morning. I was fine all day Saturday. And then like in the wee hours of the morning on Sunday, I started coming down and feeling a little feverish, a little bit of a headache. Okay. Uh, my arms started really hurting. But then by the end of the day, Sunday, I was fine. Nice. Now, my bestie, he got the shot Saturday afternoon. And same thing, second shot, Pfizer, I believe. Yeah. And then Sunday afternoon, he started feeling like fluish, like uh, aches and chills. He got reaction a little worse than I did, but I'm all the way through it. Arm doesn't hurt anymore. What really fascinates me about those vaccination shots, you know, how tiny the needles are, Mm -hmm. but they're not terribly short. I mean, they're like, what, a half inch long or something like that, the Mm -hmm. needle. You do not feel that thing going in your arm. How do you you not feel? Even if it's really thin, I don't get how your ner- how your nerves don't scream in pain when yeah. that thing enters your body, but it doesn't. I I didn't feel a thing. I mean, I felt so, the prick, but that was about it, and it was done. I didn't even feel the initial sting from the shot. So hmm. both times, interesting. Well, so, yeah, mine's today actually my second one. So ah. I'll let you know. Hopefully, uh, yeah. I'm expecting to have a positive weekend of fun and getting outside and enjoying the beautiful weather and not, I mean, you know, I'm prepared to rest if I need to, but I don't want side effects. So I'm just going to think positively. Also want to remind you, I'm coming to Colorado next week. Yes. Will we be recording next week? I mean, since we're both vaccinated, are you going to let us do an in-studio thing or are we going to skip a week? Okay. If we go by the technical guidelines, I won't be at full vaccination yet. Okay. Or full efficacy is what they call it. So, so I don't know We have to think about that one. I mean, yeah, I might be able to do it on my phone. You know, it's not the best quality, but we'll do something. Yeah. But the sucks clan of which you are a a member now, Brian, a a more recent member. Yes. Right. Our Wednesday night gaming guys are going to get together for a barbecue at my best friend's house. That's going to be a blast. I can't wait. An outdoor Um, barbecue. I'm looking forward to it. Outdoor barbecue. Yep. The other thing is I am also preparing for our upcoming video 
I purchased uh, a few movie posters oh, uh, for cool. my, my backdrop. I purchased four movie posters. Three of them are mounted on wood, a uh, hardwood. Oh, that's cool. The other one's just going to be mounted to my door. I got a poster for Aliens. Ooh. I got a poster for The Matrix. Nice. And I got a poster for Lord of the Rings. Dude, it's so you. Oh, and I got a poster for The Fifth Element. Oh, nice. Okay, that one <laughs> makes me happy. So, oh, Fifth Element. Okay, cool. What we need to do, though, yeah. is have a xenomorph actually show up in our video at some point, you know, because of your alien poster aliens. I think that'd be cool. You know, if like one kind of crawled up from behind you and just sat I'd there and okay was drooling that. on top of you and was like, I, mean, I am no longer afraid of xenomorphs except when I play alien isolation. Well, cool. I'm, I'm excited about those posters. I can't wait to see them. Is it the original matrix and fifth element like actual? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I have a version of the it's oh my gosh, I'm very proud of this. The downside is, is that over the years, because this was from 1994 over the years, this poster has it's had some wear and tear. I need to get it up, though, and I need to find a way to do a light box because it's one of the original theater posters of the shadow from 1994. Oh, and so it's got the double side. So, you know, when they would put him in the light box, it actually would show through like his eyes and other things and everything, you know, little poster. It's really, really neat. But if I can figure out a way to kind of, you know, smooth it out, put it in a nice little light box or something, I think that would be just so cool because that is just such a special movie for me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's do a quick video update and then we'll move on. Yeah, you were right at the very beginning of the episode saying that I've been working very hard on this. In fact, that was up until 3.30 in the morning last night or this morning. I was having a lot of fun doing this. It is so exciting. I've been working very hard. I've been learning, well, what's called OBS. It's going to be what's recording our videos and then putting them out. And I've been putting up some different scenes and stuff like that so that we can have the two of us next to each other. And then when you're doing like an origin or talking about your stuff, it'll zoom in on you or it'll zoom in on me or whatever. And it's not just the static talking heads thing because to me, that's boring. I want a little bit of variety in it, you know, and I want to be able to do as much live as possible so that I don't have to do much in the way of editing, just making it easier. So I've been doing a lot of creation of those kind of things within this OBS software creating macros and stuff so that I can just click buttons instead of having to like use the mouse or type in commands or whatever so that we can switch back and forth on things and, you know, getting the lighting right, getting the camera looking good and everything. And I mean, it's just been a lot of fun, fun work, but it's taking longer than I think. And I keep going like, okay, I fixed this problem. Oh, but then that creates a different, you know, issue that I have to resolve. And, you know, it's that kind of thing, but it's been a lot of fun. So it should be fun. It should be great. Yeah, you showed me a, a little demo of it before the show today, and I'm I'm mightily impressed. I can't wait. It looks really polished. Cool. Well, thank you. We are complete rookies when it comes to video. So, yeah. you know, even though we're, we're happy about it and excited, somebody may get on and be like, dude, this is so like, you know, noobish. And that's fine. That's all right, man. We're, we're brand new at it. We don't know what we're doing. We're, we're learning as we go, but we just want to have fun and we want it to look as nice as possible and be as professional as possible. So right out the box. The yeah. Exciting, man. We did a little video test today and it worked and I got everything working where we're both, you know, in our cool little scenes is what I call them. Super duper close now. But I got to get my posters in place and I got to get my lighting. Uh, I got to get my new webcam that's coming. Yep. We're almost there. I know we keep saying that, but literally we're almost there. I would say by next week, I'll be ready, which is perfect because then that gives us that extra week to work out any kinks. So two weeks, probably max, right? I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to promise anything because I keep learning. Going, I, I mean, I get into it and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to do this too. You can hear the eyes rolling right now. No, I hear I you know. 100%. Yeah, and, and it's funny because somebody said, just pick a date and go. And it's like, it's literally not that at all. It's not, I'm not procrastinating. 
it really is like I go, hey, I, I got to I got to learn this and then I've got to figure this out yeah. and oh, that didn't sound right or that didn't work just right or, you know, hey, that's not recording just right or whatever. But it's so close. The nice thing is, is that video test we did today worked exactly as it was supposed to. Yep. So that's yeah, look at super win. One more thing I have to mention. I was inspired by Mike. Yeah, you know, Mike. Uh, oh, yeah. Game night a couple a couple weeks ago. He mentioned that he he blew us all away and told us mentioned this in the last show. I think that he he lost fifty pounds or something like that. Something maybe I'm exaggerating, it like but 30, it was a lot of it was a lot of weight. Uh, it was recently just by doing what what is called intermittent fasting or mostly by. I mean, he also goes and walks and stuff like that. But he he's uh, like you know come on come on Captain Influence Tony stop stop uh, being such a chunker and you know um you know lose some yeah, freaking weight come on show off your your twelve whatever pack right yeah. yeah. Um, he only eats between like three and nine, three and nine. So he, he doesn't eat anything out at all in the morning or early afternoon. And 3 then he only at 9 PM, 3 PM, 9 PM. Yeah. Yep. I just started this week. I'm only eating between 2 PM and uh, 8 PM. Nice. How do you feel? I feel fine. He was right in saying that you don't, you can't tell it. You're not, you're not hungry in the morning. I mean, come on. He's right. I mean, I didn't feel the lack of breakfast and, and having a late lunch didn't make me hangry or anything like that. So it's working out, I think. I mean, I, I'm confident that I can keep doing it. Well, first of all, yeah. congratulations. That is awesome. Seriously, hats off. And I know it worked for him because obviously, you know, like you said, he lost 30, 40 pounds or, or something like that. I, I don't remember exactly the number. It was a lot of weight. It, it was. was. It was It was an impressive amount of weight. And that's my goal. So I need to get down about I, my goal is about 50 pounds. Now, here's the thing, though. One thing I've learned is that if I minimize my breakfast eating, let's just say two eggs, Mm -hmm. which is 12, I think 12 grams of protein on average, mostly protein and other things like that. But if you eat that or if I do anyway, I'm fine. I don't necessarily need to eat more. I don't, you know, I don't need to eat muffins or other things, even though I totally would want to. But the biggest thing for me was, is that when I eat any kind of a carb in the morning, I'm not as well off during the day as I am if I just eat eggs, primarily protein. protein. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's something too where a lot of people say, well, I have to have my oatmeal. And honestly, and this is again, this is me. I don't know if this is everybody, but I've noticed that if I eat stuff like that, oatmeal, pancakes, whatever, I will gain weight. And if I stop eating that stuff, that's all I change. I will lose weight. That's the biggest thing. I'm not eating oatmeal anymore. So yeah. So you might see a big difference, man. (laughs) Yeah, I'm hoping. While we're on this uh, this health topic, I mentioned last week that we were going to discuss another article that I found that talks about the gut-brain correlation, how that all right. works. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you know, trust your gut. By the way, that would be kind of a fun origin. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I know a little bit about the history of it, and that is that trusting your gut because it actually, there is that gut-brain connection. You do kind of feel things in your gut, which actually correlates with your brain. And guess what? Well, they've theorized this for years, but now they've proven it. This is cool. I'm not going to go into the full detail of the article because a lot of it is very scientific. There's an evolving science on this, and it talks about wisdom's defined traits correspond to distinct regions of the brain. Greater wisdom translates into greater happiness and life satisfaction while being less wise, however, results in opposite negative consequences. Now, scientists over the years have found that in multiple studies that persons deemed to be wiser are less prone to feeling lonely, while those who are lonelier also tend to be less wise, which is kind of Hmm. funny. So here's the study that they did. It's University of California, San Diego School of Medicine. They did a study 
basically they were trying to prove that there is a connection between wisdom, loneliness, and biology. Wisdom and loneliness. I mean, those don't seem to be very like terms, right? I mean, they're opposite terms in this particular situation. So you're yeah, saying that if you have higher wisdom, wisdom is stupidity or, or ignorance maybe, or well, but loneliness so is, we think, is yeah. the opposite of loneliness is togetherness or uh, companionship. Well, I think what they're saying is that if you have wisdom, Mm -hmm. you aren't lonely or you're less lonely. If you don't have wisdom, you will be more lonely. It's not saying that it's necessarily the opposite of wisdom. It's just saying this is the effect you're going to feel. So those who are wiser are happier and those who are less wise are lonelier. Essentially. Interesting. They're reporting now that wisdom and loneliness appear to influence and or be influenced by the microbial diversity of our gut or, you know, our our stomach and that whole area just for yeah, those of you who are like what our gut biome yes which i'm sure some people have heard that the gut biome especially in recent years yes we have a lot of bacteria in our gut a lot and there's all kinds of different types and it's actually they're finding now that actually this is really important and really healthy for us so what they say the human gut microbiota is comprised of trillions that's just crazy to me trillions of microbes which are bacteria viruses fungi all that reside within the digestive tract. That's crazy. Yeah. Researchers have known for a while about this gut-brain access, which is a complex network that links intestinal function to the emotional and cognitive centers of the brain. By the way, this two-way communication system is regulated by neural activity, hormones, and the immune system. Alterations can result in disruptions to stress response and behaviors from like emotional arousal to high-order cognitive abilities such as decision-making. The gut microbiota with mental health disorders, including depression, bipolar disorder, and schizophrenia, as well as personality and psychological traits regarded as key biologically based components of wisdom. So they're associating that, right? So they're saying, you know, when somebody says, well, you're, you have a chemical imbalance or whatever, right? They're saying that your gut microbiome directly affects your, your your, brain, your brain. So whether you're wise, healthy, happy, or you have depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, they're finding a correlation now. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. Yeah. I'm not terribly surprised given how, I mean, cause I've heard so many articles over the last 10 years or more yeah. about how important the gut biome is for all sorts of health reasons. Wouldn't it be absolutely mind boggling or mind blowing, I guess would be the better way to put it. I mean, I don't know if this is possible, but I'm just saying, wouldn't it be amazing if people could either minimize or at the very most solve things like depression and bipolar and schizophrenia yeah. by a healthier diet. I mean, it wouldn't that yeah. be amazing. And it I would people with larger social networks tend to have a more diverse gut microbiota. Interesting. Wisdom and loneliness appear to influence the microbial diversity of the gut. Oh, so it's a, it's, it's a two way street. Yeah. And, and so, the gut influences our, our brain too. So it's, it's kind right. of going back. So we kind of, yeah, it's almost like our, our attitudes, our emotional mindsets right. can actually either cause our gut to thrive or die. And then of course what we eat causes our brain to thrive or die. Interesting. So it, it is kind of a two way street. You're right. Dang. This is kind of scary and, and amazing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Two-edged sword, right? Yeah. So a little bit more is they're also saying that a reduced microbial diversity typically represents worse physical and mental health and is also associated with a variety of diseases, including obesity, IBS, and major depressive disorder. Huh. Crazy. 
So, oh, here's another one, dude. This is, and wow. that just means they found correlations, but that's still really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And again, is it the reason they're not saying that yet? They're right. not sure if that's the only reason, but they are saying that there's a strong link to this now. Okay. And then they go on to say that a more diverse gut microbiota may be less susceptible to invasion by outside pathogens, which could contribute to and help promote better resilience and stability of the community. So therefore, when people talk about having a healthier immune system to fight off things like COVID and other things like that, well, there you go. Have a good, diverse, healthy gut microbiome. And, uh, you know, is it guaranteed to prevent it? No, but it's going to help. Essentially, what they're saying is that you need to have a healthy and diverse gut microbiome that will help you in your mental health. It will give you more wisdom, which is crazy. The wisdom thing I, that, that I would have never put that together, but which leads to more happiness, but also your attitude, like the grass isn't greener, like we were talking about earlier, right? Having a better mental state, a better attitude, choosing healthier responses, positivity, all that stuff we talk about is going to also affect your gut microbiome too. So you're going back and forth, which means, hey, you know what? We need to eat healthy as best as we can. We really do. We need to choose nutrient-rich foods. Probiotics are a good thing, by the way. So when you're eating prebiotic and probiotic foods, like, I mean, shoot yogurt or sauerkraut, you know, real sauerkraut and real pickles, not the you know red dye stuff, but the good stuff, uh, all that good stuff, vegetables. I mean, that kind of stuff is going to help promote a better healthy gut. You know what's funny is you know what people say like, I stress eat or I eat yeah, when yeah. I'm kind of depressed and all that. Right. Well, right. they say that the more you do that, the more depressed you're going to get. And then the more you're going to eat and the more depressed you're going to get. Basically, that, you're just a vicious cycle, cycle yeah. Yeah, and you're never going to get out of it. That makes sense. That makes sense because if you, if you do a lot of stress eating, you're obviously going to get bigger and less in shape and then that's going to make you more depressed and yeah. there you go. So, And I, I've done it. I mean, it's just like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah. when I'm having a, a stressful day, it's like I want to eat a bag of potato chips and then I feel like crap and then I'm worse the next day. I'm still yeah. going to eat a bag. Maybe not a bag. I'm still going to eat chips once in a while, but no, it'll be, it's a more. bag for me. And uh, <laughs> luckily that doesn't happen very often. So <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful too, because a lot of people have been talking about this for a long time, but it's neat that they're mm-hmm. actually doing studies from, you know, legitimate organizations that are saying there is a tie together. There is a correlation. So yeah. get out there and do your part. Now in relation to this, this is really, really important. This was just such an amazing thing. I mean, so inspirational. And I shared this with a couple of people and they all said that really blessed me, like really encouraged me. If people remember way back, we did an episode with Suzanne Miller. The episode was titled do a Liz thing, right? She to this day is still one of the most positive people I have ever known. And it is a choice by the way. She expresses her emotions, but she chooses the positive. And every time I read a post from her on Facebook, I go, dude, I need to smack myself in the face right now and be more like Suzanne. We talk about unleashing the superhero, being positive, stuff like that. This is one of the best examples I've ever seen because you know the elections happened in the fall and then many of us had local elections in April. Mm -hmm. And of course, everybody just gets so heated over elections and political sides. And I mean, we know this. It's, this is not news to any of us. Nope. Well, here locally, we had some elections. And I know, by the way, who she was supporting. I know who and what she voted for. And I know that who and what she voted for did not win. Okay. So she didn't get what she wanted. Right. But I found this post. It popped up and I read this and I was just like, wow, I'm going to read this. 
a late night at an election watch gathering, some close race finishes, others a blowout, a mix of wins and heartbreak, and now it's the morning after, and I believe the right thing to do is for all of us to say thank you to those who worked and gave so much of their time as a candidate, a volunteer, a vote tabulator, etc. It's hard work and they have earned our respect for their efforts. Now I think it's time to get behind the new team coming in and find ways to work together with purpose on behalf of this city we love so dearly. Let's get busy. Good attitude. Holy crap. Yeah. Who says that? No, nobody. Nobody does. <laughs> you it, you nobody. almost have to you have to work at thinking in 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 that perspective. I mean, that's a great perspective because it's yeah. one that almost nobody thinks of. That's true. And knowing that what and who she voted for didn't win. If she got what she wanted, her saying that wouldn't have made much of a difference. Right. But knowing that, oh my gosh, like that is amazing. That is the kind of response, whether now maybe she woke up that morning and was upset. Maybe when she went to bed, she was like, dang it. You know, ah, this is frustrating. Yeah. But what she chose to do and, and respond with, that's what we all need to do. And I'm, and it's not yeah. just about election. This is anything like we were just talking about, you know, oh, well, we need to move to, you know, a different place because it'll be better. <laughs> or do you need to, to get busy where you're at and have a good ad? And I'm just saying this is for me, too. You know, like I, I look at this and I go, oh, I hate the snow and. Not really. I love the snow, actually, but you know what I mean? It's I know like, what you're referring to, Brian. <laughs> no, it's not just you, dude. Believe me, I've had many thoughts about this kind of thing. And, and, and you know what? My response to some of the stuff in the election was was of frustration. I did not respond the way that Suzanne did. And when I read that, I went, but that's the way I need to respond. Right. And again, this is for anything in life. You fill in the blank wherever you're at. When you start to get frustrated and angry about something, you don't agree with someone or something. Remember what Suzanne Miller did. Do a Liz thing. Unleash your superhero. This is so important. And this is something that I now I'm going to strive to be more like. And I also, I want this to be reflected in our show going forward from here on out. Even last week when we talked about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Uh it was nice to be honest about it, but I felt I really should not have been as negative as I was. And I know, you know, we weren't that negative. Yeah, you weren't. But I should have been like, okay, there were some things in there that I wasn't a fan of. Some people are going to be okay with it and some people are going to hate it, but here's maybe a better way that they could have done it. Here's a way that we as humans can respond to this, you know, that's going on because they addressed it, right? Here's a better solution. Either way, let's get behind the people that are actually trying to do good in this world. Even if the way they do it isn't quite right, they're still trying or or the way they are doing it is not how we would prefer it be done. I mean, that. There's well, a true. lot of There's that, that going on. Both sides have a lot of good hearts behind them. You just have to acknowledge that fact. That goes not just in politics, but in all sorts of areas of life. There's two sides to every coin. It's rare in this world that you have a true, like like a Nazi Germany, a Nazi party, evil versus good situation. I mean, that was a, yeah. that was a very black and white situation, but that's pretty rare. And so we just, it's, it's a great thing to be reminded of that perspective. Yeah. yeah to remember that you may not agree with the other side, quote unquote, uh, and I hate to think of it as another side, but so many of us do. Yeah. You may not agree with that other side, but please acknowledge that they're trying to come at it with a, a good heart. At least a lot of them are. Yeah. Well, not everybody, so, of course. I think there are definitely some that are coming out with a very selfish there's heart. And, always exceptions and to the rule. And many yes. of us, we, we talked about this. It's like, you know, you, you go out each day and when you're driving, <laughs> we talked about this a few weeks ago. 
when you're in the right lane and you come up to a stoplight and there's no right turn lane, do you think about the driver behind you and consider maybe they want to turn and I should get out of their way? Right. Most of us don't. Most of us are out there just thinking about ourselves. And so I think a lot of people go through life, whether you're just going through life as a normal person, doing a job, whatever, going to school doesn't, you know, whether you're doing that or whether you're out trying to move a cause or a movement, Mm -hmm. many of us do think about ourselves and our selfish desires first, unfortunately, but there are those who are trying to do, like you said, it is for the best of the world. You know what? And I think about this here too, because it's like, I was just talking to somebody about this and I, I said something along the lines of that. I think I've come to learn that none of us really know what any of us are doing. We act like we know, And some of us are more confident than others. And so we come across as being complete masters and experts. But the reality is, is that there are some things we know and there's a lot that we have no freaking clue what we're doing, but we act like we do. And I think that's true across the board. I think that's true in leadership. That's true in governments. That's true everywhere. No matter where you go, people don't know everything. And so when somebody does something like they did in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they meant well. And that's Absolutely. what caused me to go. I still like the show, but they did it in a way that I don't think helps. But am I right? I don't know. Maybe I think so. I think I'm right because of how I've seen what that kind of a statement did. It affected some people in a horribly negative way, right. whereas they could have done it in a way that I think would have actually helped better. But maybe that's where, you know, the team of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, maybe Marvel needs someone like me to be a, a correspondent or something. I don't know. An advisor. Are you listening? <laughs> I'm no, serious. Honestly. I'm serious. Like, that's where we go. Well, maybe we can step up in some way and be that voice that they need and didn't know they needed it. It all comes down to empathy. I agree with that. It, that's the bedrock of what we're talking about. Empathy. Yeah. And some people yep. are stronger in that emotion than others. It's all about putting yourself in someone else's shoes. And especially if they're on the other side from you on an, on an issue and try to see things from their perspective, even if you don't agree with their perspective, try to see it from their perspective and understand why they're thinking that way. Oh, That's yeah. the key, the key to social harmony, period. That also goes back to our love, value and respect to the next person to the best right. of your ability. Yeah, it's totally tied in with that. Or at Absolutely. least this. I mean, you know, OK, love is hard to do, especially if you don't know somebody. So just think about that person and try to value them as another human being. Do your best to what you would do for someone else where you love and respect them for that person. Even if you don't know them. Right. I mean, I think people forget that all the time. I mean, I forget it too. I mean, we all do. It's, it's, Oh yeah. We're all guilty of that at some point or another. Trust me. Yeah. You know, it goes down to, like you said, empathy and it goes down to communication. I think communication is probably the biggest issue is we need to ask more questions and be more curious rather than spouting what we think is right. And making uh, assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. Because assumptions are are the bane of humanity, period. (laughs) One group making assumptions about another group and and vice versa. I mean, they they say this all the time in in podcasting and in YouTube. It's like, you know, no matter what you do, you're always going to be different than everyone else. And the reason is, is because nobody is you and nobody has your experiences. Right. So it's easy for us to say, well, I've dealt with this my whole life and you haven't, you don't understand. Well, that's an untrue statement because maybe that person did go. Well, maybe they didn't go through that exact thing, but they've gone through something. Everybody's gone through something. The question is, are we willing to sit down and listen to each other's stories and realize, okay, yeah, you went through just as much pain as I went through in a completely different way. 
Right. But you do understand pain. You do understand what it's like to be hurt. And I need to stop judging that your your experience was less than mine. Right. And maybe it was. I mean, somebody who's been tortured in a Russian prison by the KGB probably has had a greater experience than I've gone through. <laughs> probably. Not in a good way. Far more horrific than anything I've gone through. Yeah, not greater good, greater yeah. more greater more, more painful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely more outliers. Who knows though? Maybe we'll find out that, you know, the majority of certain countries have gone through things significantly worse than any of us could even possibly imagine. Who knows, right? But that's yes. where you have to listen and that's where you have to understand. And we also each have our own stories and pain and sufferings and everything else that we can't dismiss either. From the very beginning, I've said this, that everyone is welcome here at the show. I don't care who you are, what you look like, what you've been through, what you've done, or what you believe, or what you believe, like you're valued and respected here. And that's so important. And I think that you don't hear that out there. I really hope that this is a Mike's going to love this one. This is a safe space. Ow, <laughs> ow, come on. <laughs> Sorry, that, that that term has gotten, unfortunately, a pretty bad connotation. Like, no, this really is a, a place to be respected regardless. Yes. So that's the way it's going to be. Well, guess what? I have an origin for you this week Ooh, again. Do it. We're doing show your true colors. So we've all heard that. Oh, she showed her true colors when oh, she yeah. cheated when she cheated on Jimmy. Oh, uh, how dare uh, she? Poor Jimmy. Yes. If you show your true colors, you reveal yourself as you really are, right? Uh, you act in agreement with your real personality as opposed to how one has been portrayed or after having been deceptively or deliberately misleading. It means you're showing who you really are. For those of you who didn't know this, this phrase dates back to the 1700s. It has a nautical origin, one of those, and refers to the color of the flag which every ship is required to fly at sea. Pirates used to deceive other ships by sailing under false flags so that they would not excite suspicion in their prey or in the authorities uh, who were uh, chasing them. Mm -hmm. The other ships, thinking that the pirates were friendly, sailed close to them and fell under their grip. It was only after the attack that the pirates would show their true flag, the pirate flag or whatever, or whatnot. So, the so they would fly, Roger. They'd fly a Union Jack if there was a British uh, merchanter nearby that they were after. And then that merchant would be like, oh, hey, there's a man of war coming to say hello. And then all of a sudden they'd drop the Union Jack and fly the pirate flag and take their stuff. There you are. I love it, man. So in Sea of Thieves, when we fly the rainbow flag, does that mean that we represent <laughs> all countries? <laughs> yeah, that's what that represents. Yes, yeah. I knew it. Thank you. That was a great origin. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. So really quickly, we're going to talk about two TV shows and then I have a couple songs to share and then we will wrap up. I mean, we've got more. Once again, we have to push stuff off till next week and I'm excited to share what we have for next week. But for today, you started watching that Shadow and Bone show that I mentioned last yeah. week. What do you think? Yeah. So I checked it out on Netflix. I was pretty impressed. I'm liking the show. I'm like halfway through it now. I'm like three episodes in. Wow, nice. I think there's six episodes or something like that. There are a lot of characters to keep track of, like Game of Thrones. And the show doesn't feel like it has quite as much depth yet as Game of Thrones. But I, yeah. but I feel like they're trying to. I mean, it's, it's a fairly complex character development that they're doing. But I think the concept is really unique and it grabbed hold of me right away. So I, nice. I can't help. I just can't help but comparing series like that to Game of Thrones. And I yeah. think a lot of people can relate to that. It's well done. So the first episode was just fantastic. And then the second yeah, just, two, there's a lot of little kind of side stuff going on. And I feel like they're trying right. to do character development, which would be great if it were 10 or 12 episodes. But I feel like, okay, you have six episodes or 
you're right that it's kind of like you need to get to the point more. You don't have a lot of time here, but it is a great show so far. It's a very interesting premise and yeah, I'm excited to see it wrap. The other one that I found, which came out in 2019, and I remember it popping up probably back then, and then it popped up for me again. And by the way, I don't just sit and watch TV all the time. I just want to clarify this. <laughs> there's a lot of times where, like with Shadow and Bone, I watch the first three episodes, and it's like, oh, look, squirrel. And I go over and like you know check out another episode or two of another show. And then eventually I go back and I eventually finish them all. But you know, it's not uncommon for me to be watching an episode here and there of 10 shows at a time back and forth. I'm just that way. Right. This show popped up again. It's two years old, so I'm sure some have seen this, but it's called woo assassins W U assassins. It's a one season only, you know, first of all, curious if anyone's heard of this. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't heard it at all. Wow, dude. So the first episode I thought, well, this is interesting. It's a martial arts type of movie combined with good story. Actually, it's a good character development, good story. And then it's also combined with elemental control. Hmm. which is fascinating. And so I got through the same kind of thing. I think I just watched the third episode with that one and wow, it hooked me. It's there's a lot of that in a shadow and bone too, the elemental control thing. Exactly. Well, well, so clearly I enjoy that genre. Uh, (laughs) It's not for everybody and you may or may not like it, but it's very interesting. Definitely worth checking out. It's fascinating. Where's it streaming? Netflix as well. Netflix. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Woo assassins. Yeah, it's fun. Brand new songs from Future of Forestry, which I like that band because, you know, they started off as just kind of a simple alternative band back in the day. But since then, they've done so much with instrumental composition and also instrumentation and stuff like that. It's just it's really, really well done. In fact, they did an entire instrumental album a couple of years ago. It was so fantastic. But yeah, this one, my gosh, like a brand new song. It's called Tears. Very powerful. And about halfway through the song to probably about 90% of the way through the song. It's just this incredible orchestration and and musical genius going on in the background, which I really, really enjoy. And then lights. I love lights. I've been a fan of her for so many years. haven't really found a very good song in recent, well, I don't know, months to a year because she's done some more poppy kind of stuff that I'm just not as much of a fan of. This feels like her kind of old style that I'm a big fan of, but it's called beside myself. So good. Absolutely love it. I'll put those in the TRBS 2021 mix if you want to check them out. But that's it, man. So we'll see what's going on with next week. You know, you're going to be on. We're going to do something either way, even if that's, you know, you being on the phone or something like that. We'll, we'll figure this okay. out. But we got to have an episode. We got to have some fun. Either way, though, thank you for joining us and, and listening to this show. We really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was inspiring, too, but a lot of fun, too. So thank you for joining us. Of course, the show notes over at realbryanshow.com slash 279 or on your app. Just scroll down. But the best way to end the week, right? is for Tony to take his shirt off. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If I could put myself in cryosleep and wake up a million years from now, I'll bet all of my stuff would be buried. Like, pretty deep. You know what the music means. Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. Take that shirt off. No! It's off. All right! Woo! You can't see it. You can't? I can't see it. We <laughs> happy Star Wars Day. Well, I'm going to see you next week in person, but we will talk to you all next week. Have an amazing and glorious week. The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.